Good morning, y'all. This is Bud Elliott of the Knollcast, and I am um, I'm actually really happy to be doing this episode, honestly, because I have had the flu. Um, it's been a major, major pain in the butt for about the last month. Uh, having you know, having young kids in in preschool, uh, they bring home a lot of stuff, and went from having strep to having a pretty good week, and then caught the flu. Kind of knocked my whole house out, but uh, after about 72 hours, I, I do feel feel better. Voice is not all the way back, but uh, I'm excited to do an episode with y'all and uh, appreciate your uh, your patience for, I think we went probably six, seven days without one or, or maybe maybe about a week, I guess, just depending. Uh, but uh, yeah, I am back. Really excited. Ingram was away on business today, so I'm going to be doing a solo episode. I know we had a couple people tweeted us like, is Ingram leaving the podcast? He is not. I just... Schedule wise, uh, me being sick kind of you know, killed our ability to get together early this morning. Uh, let's go ahead and just knock out a few items here. First, I want to thank all of our sponsors Charlie Park, great spot for brunch, lunch, stay over there. If you have a graduation going on in Tallahassee, great spot to hit up. Make sure you make your reservations, hit those guys up today. Legend, excuse me, I almost said legendary home loans. Chad and Shannon do a tremendous job, FSUHomeLoans.com, 844-FSU-LOAN, 844-FSU-LOAN is the spot. Um, man, I'm really, I'm, I hope this would be like a Jordan flu game podcast, but it turns out maybe more like a like a flub game podcast. I'm, I'm already already botching our sponsor ad read today. That, that's, that's, that's really what we want. Congruity HR, Matt Lewis does a tremendous job over there for us. And of course, prize picks, we'll do a little prize pick segment to end. We have a free square this week. We, we did hit on the Tom Brady uh, pass completions over uh, by a ton uh, last week. So if you, if you put the free square together with Herbert and uh, Tom Brady, you had a pretty nice one. If you had any, uh, any kind of Murray probably hurt you there as he tore his ACL on the first drive. So ouch on that one on Monday night football, a couple things here. If you guys follow us on YouTube, you already saw the short I put out, uh, but I, I think with, with the guys coming back to this offense, I'll, I'll, I'll tackle these two things in tandem. The guys announcing they're coming back and the, the transfers that you're bringing in, I, I think you have to feel really good about where this offense is going in to 2023. Jordan Travis is back. You just got Jaheim Bell, the tight end, out of the transfer portal. You know, when, when you look at this offense, if you want to nitpick it, right, sometimes success rate is not as high as maybe you'd want, I guess. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to find... Things because I, I think it is a really well coached offense, a really well schemed offense, and and they play to their players' strengths uh, to the best that they can. Jaheim Bell is another interesting piece for you because it may allow you to force opponents to stay in more of a base defense because he is, you know, technically a tight end. Although he's a smaller tight end, right? He's more of a of a jumbo receiver type, but a little more squatty. Uh, than like a, a Johnny Wilson is. So you, you might think of Johnny Wilson as a jumbo receiver. W Wilson is more of a true receiver. You know, Bell is is closer to a tight end, but more of like an H. And, and you know, Bell is athletic enough. It was very obvious that his camp was unhappy with his usage there at South Carolina uh, throughout the season. They were not able to get him the football. And so they were unhappy about that. He was athletic enough to win uh, when South Carolina's stud running back went down and they had a couple other guys get hurt there. They actually put him at running back and used him successfully in their last couple of games against Clemson and against Tennessee. So I thought that was an interesting note speaking to his athleticism. Um, 
this is a good take for FSU. I think you can do a lot of things formationally with him. As I said, you may be able to get people to stay in base. I don't think he's a like a 100 touch guy, you know, honestly. But if he's a you know 50 touch guy, that would be I, I think a useful player for you and, and a good use of the scholarship. I think he's the number one rated tight end in the 24/7 Sports Transfer you know, Portal rankings. Certainly not a great blocker, um, but somebody that is another useful piece may be able to help you some in the red zone. Red zone is an area in which the Knowles have struggled a bit this year. When they're in that compressed zone, they're not quite as good because they're just not, they just don't have, have, you know, NFL players on their offensive line. They have a well-coached offensive line. And this year was, I mean, you, you lose Lyles, you lose Harris. You're down, you're down two starters uh, for quite a while. And you had a couple of guys who were also playing banged up throughout the year. That's football, right? I'm, I'm not going to try to sit here and make excuses for it and, or, or pretend that the Knowles are, are doing something that other teams are not doing. But I think Jaheim Bell could help you in the red zone. And, and honestly, like I enter this year, let me pull up my stats here. I, guys, I, I enter the year fully expecting the Knowles to have like a, a legitimate top 10 offense in the country and maybe a little better if, if things break right. If they, if they run good, I don't mean like the running game. I just mean like, like if, if they, if things click, if they stay healthy at the right spots, maybe they could be like, like a top five offense. Who knows? The receiving core you bring back, I think you feel really good about. My question there, I guess, would be, uh, you know, deep speed. Like, like who is your deep threat to emerge? Maybe that's Deuce Span. If he can take a big step in the offseason, maybe you find somebody in the portal who you really like. Uh, but I just with the addition of Jordan Travis coming back, like this team and, and all the guys who are deciding to come back, this kind of feels like a pro team going for it. Like they're trying to make a run to do something. And I think what they're trying to do is win the ACC. Maybe if they got really lucky, make the playoff or something like that and have further proof of concept to showcase to recruits so that you can recruit the high school level better, right? I love what FSU is doing in the transfer portal this year because they did not have an opportunity to sell much this off season. You know, their attendance at elite camp was poor. Their attendance at their mega camps was not that good, at least among the, the good 2023s. You had an entire offseason of of poor work, or r- rather poor results to sell. And you had other outlets, not us. You can check our pinned video on YouTube saying that Mike Norvell was not on the hot seat, pretty much regardless of what happened. You had other outlets putting him on hot seat lists. You won't see that now this offseason. With another good year in 2024 and an offseason to sell a quality product on the field for back-to-back years, more guys getting drafted, more players being developed. I think you will see a better job in the high school recruiting rankings in the 24 and 25 classes, most likely, um, if things go well, which I think they probably will. The schedule breaks nice. Having Jordan Travis back is a huge benefit. I think he's pretty clearly a top 10 quarterback in the country. Uh, And who knows? Like I've seen some Heisman hype for him. I think he's going to be in the conversation depending on how things go, but uh, certainly a huge get for you. I like the bell take. Uh, We'll talk a little more in the transfer portal here coming up, but anyway, uh, yeah, appreciate you guys follow us on YouTube. You would have seen it little, little Jordan thing that I I shot uh, pretty well in advance there. They, they look good. Something else looking good. The groundbreaking for the football only facility is Saturday. 
So they are going forward with that project. I think I saw the estimate was like high 80s in terms of the millions. Should be a really nice facility there. And uh, it, it's good to see the Knowles getting that done as well. I know a lot of y'all had asked about that. Will it ever happen? Yeah, they're, they're doing the groundbreaking. So it looks like they have the plan in place to get that done. All right, let's talk a little Hakeem Williams here. Hakeem Williams, who is up to the 15th rated player in the 24-7 sports rankings, the number three overall receiver in the country. This is the guy that Norvell wanted, like from the start. He's the guy FSU really went after. FSU wants that big, deep threat, the guy that has that top-end speed who can also get vertical in terms of deep, but vertical also in terms of in the red zone. He can sky. Excellent basketball player as well. I know he had some double-doubles in, in, in the state playoffs, in, in hoops. Quarterback play for his team this year is, is, is pretty poor, but uh, he, he still made some nice plays when he had opportunities to do so. And, I mean, granted, it's Hikey Williams, so he's going to get quite a bit of double coverage going on. Look, I, I I think that this is a guy who could play early for you in certain packages and, um, and, and really could make an impact uh, potentially in year one. But I, I think given the number of games that you would project to be blowouts, you got to think he's going to get some playing time early. I saw he was out in SoCal. There were some rumors on Twitter that he was going to, he was going to officially visit USC. Uh, that did not happen. Uh, I, I looked all around. Texas and folks hated. Hakeem officially visit USC when he was out there. No. I think he was at a concert or something. And then uh, I know we saw the photos on his social media of him with Asante Samuel and Derwin James. So kind of cool opportunity for him out there. Anyway, congrats to Hakeem for cementing his five-star status on 24-7 sports. That's a major win for Mike Norvell. All right, let's talk a little high school recruiting here if we can. And uh, I think we'll do another show on probably Monday just to reset the board for the National Signing Day or early signing day, rather, which is coming up on Wednesday. I will be in Fort Lauderdale for CBS 24-7 along with Danny Cannell. We'll do our cover three hour. And of course, we'll do some NOLCAST stuff following as well. All right. So a uh, couple things just off the top of my head. I want to just give you my opinion of where FSU sits for, cer for certain kids and, and you know, maybe, maybe some kids to worry about. Keldrick Falk, who is a, a big-time you know, defensive lineman, has been committed to you for quite a while. This is going to be one to watch, okay? FSU wants to bring him down for another visit this weekend. Auburn, which is, look, the kid is from Alabama. Uh, we talked about this on the last episode, how this would be this would be one you got to fight to hold on for. Now, I do still feel uh, like, I guess you could say, about as confident as you can feel for a, a you know, quality defensive lineman from Alabama when you know that Auburn needs to make splashes right now. Auburn just flipped Connor Lou. He's a top center prospect from Miami. Uh, I think yesterday or, or Monday, the days kind of run together. I've, I've been, been kind of laid up. Um, so look, they, they, they flipped him, but you know, Auburn's going to go all out for this one. And this is going to be a battle, I think, to the end. And so we will see how that goes. FSU would like to get him down on the visit this weekend. I think there is some chance of that happening. You know, Auburn wants to get him in for a visit as well this weekend. So there is kind of the possibility that where he goes this weekend will tell the tale of where he ends up. Ruben Bain went to Miami. 
that is not a surprise if you heard the last show. I, I, I know I disagreed with a lot of FSU people on this. I just didn't really see the path for the Knowles to sign Ruben Bain, given that his brother is, you know, a, a, what an analyst or a GA for Miami. He's from down there. Uh, they seem to, Miami seems to have a pretty good pull right now with kids from Miami Central. I, I didn't see the path for that. The Miami Herald came out with an article that said uh, that he was a silent commit for quite a while. And he committed during his, uh, I think he won like the MVP for Miami Dade or whatever that award is. On uh, on Tuesday night, he committed to the Hurricanes. So that's not really a big surprise. Um, FSU made a good run at him, but ultimately, like Ruben Bain, in my opinion, was always going to Miami. And I just, I don't know. I, I, I never bought into that. Maybe that's just me being negative, I, I guess. So um, you do need to recruit high school better than you are right now overall, but we talked about that earlier. I think you will have a better shot to do so in 24. That's the class of 24, not the not the year 24, by the way. Now, another kid that you are in on right now, interesting to watch here, Chris Otto. He's a three-star offensive lineman from Key West. This is a player that the Knowles have been on for quite a while. He makes his official visit to Tallahassee this weekend. I believe he is a take, by the way. Um, if you look at the transfer portal, and I have some videos coming out on this, one of the things you're going to need to look at here is what positions can you find in the portal and what positions can you not find. And overwhelmingly, we are seeing that the quality of offensive tackles in the portal is poor. Okay, so if you're a Knowles fan out there and you're like, man, we just missed on uh, on Rod Orr, right? Lloyd Willis is not going to be a hit. Guys like that, you're like, man, we just need to stop taking these high school tackles. No, you don't. The thing is, they're lottery tickets. They don't all develop. Some won't develop. It's not really a reflection on the staff necessarily. It's just, it is what it is. It's a high variance position. You have to keep pulling those numbers to see if they'll hit because your hopes for getting good tackles in the portal are slim and none. Okay. Like, you know, maybe Bless Harris will be good. Jazz Turntine this year was not a good player, right? Like he was not a top half ACC tackle for you. If your goal is to win the ACC consistently, which Clemson seems to be recommitted to recruiting, Miami is clearly recruiting well. North Carolina, I think, will continue to recruit well, most likely. And Louisville clearly has some NIL stuff to play with. You need to have high quality offensive linemen. The way to get those guys is to keep taking them from the high school ranks and hope that they hit hope that you develop them. So there are certain positions you just can't, you're not going to frequently enough get those guys in. You know, we, we talked about this in the, uh, in, in with some of my colleagues recently on a little, little group chat we have. And I was like, can you win the national title? Like with, with the all transfer team win the national title, right? Um, like the all transfer team, the best transfers this year from the tackle position right? Where Tyler Steen at Bama, who came from Vandy, you know, he was okay, right? Like 71 grade by PFF. Uh, all right. Like that's, that's decent. And then Ryan Savota of, of UCF. Like guys, that ain't great. You're not finding high quality tackles in the portal consistently enough. And if there, if there is one in there, like there aren't many and you're fighting the best of the best to get them all the time. So you have to keep pulling those lottery tickets. I don't know if Otto can play tackle in college. Maybe he can. 
Maybe he's more of a center or, or, or a guard. I've actually never seen him play in person, right? So I, I'd like to see what he actually measures in at. But you have to keep rolling the dice, even if you know that, that the bust rate at that position, with the exception of the very best kids, it's going to be high. You just have to keep trying. There's there's really no uh, no other way to attack that, in my opinion. Um, kind of the same thing, honestly, with defensive end. We can talk about how you pulled you know, Johnson and how you, t- you talked about how, how you pulled Verse. Guys, there may not be a Verse in the portal this year, right? Like, do you see a Verse in the portal? Maybe the kid that's going to Oklahoma. But the problem is, if the number of players that fit that bill in the portal is like zero to two, that's a problem because then you got the entire country fighting over one or two kids. There are certain spots that I think I would going forward, I would recruit more heavily out of the portal and certain spots just based on what we've seen so far that I would probably recruit more heavily from the high school ranks. Line of scrimmage, I want to take those lottery tickets all the time. Wide receiver, honestly, unless it's a freak like Hakeem, I'd be cool with going portal quite often. Let let those guys develop elsewhere, see who learns how to run routes, who understands spacing, a lot of the stuff that you don't necessarily see out of high school. And uh, like unless it's a kid with just unbelievable physical traits, I would probably be somebody that wants to build more of my receiver room out of the portal. Because like if you look right now, if you're a receiver jumping in the portal, man, good luck. Like the, there, there's a glut of, of good receivers in the transfer portal. There's not a glut of good of good line of scrimmage guys. You know, like Daryl Jackson, I think it's a good take. There's not a whole lot of NFL guys in the portal right now. I'm not sure Daryl Jackson's an NFL guy. Maybe he is, the, the, the D-tackle you just got from Miami. But line of scrimmage dudes are, are, to me, that is still a position you are most likely having to find and develop yourself from the high school ranks if you want to get to that 10, 11, 12 playoff win range, personally. Like, that's just, I know it's a tangent, something that's been on my mind a little bit. Uh, Edwin Joseph, congrats on winning the state title, by the way. Quality defensive back prospect FSU likes. They are battling Louisville there. I still feel good about Edwin Joseph, to be honest. That's a kid that FSU has been on for a long time, and I I do think that uh, FSU has a pretty good shot to land him. About three weeks ago, we mentioned that they were going to get Andy Jean in on a visit, or or trying to at least, uh, along with like Micah Mays and some other guys, who they were continuing to target at the receiver position from the high school ranks down the stretch. Andy Jean is scheduled in on a visit this weekend. He's a Florida commit. We will see how that goes. I don't, I don't have a good feel for if they're going to be able to flip him or not. Conrad Hussey, the safety we talked about in the last episode, who came in on a visit the prior weekend. I think FSU has a strong chance to flip him from Penn State. So I uh, feel pretty good about most of that from the high school ranks. All right, so transfer-wise, a couple names to continue to monitor. They got the Byers kid in from UTEP over the weekend. He would be, I think, an immediate starter for you on the offensive line. Probably more of a guard, potentially a swing tackle type type guy, which is somebody you definitely need. We don't exactly know how well Bless Harris is going to play following his shoulder surgery, but at least it happened early enough in the year that you'd hope that he would be back in full form, uh, you know, come next fall. Uh, Byers, I think FSU has a pretty good shot to land. So I, I feel relatively good about that one. I don't think it's locked up. Fentrell Cypress, so Deuce Cypress, uh, his nickname. Could have a lot of deuces on the team next year. You got Deuce Span, maybe Deuce Cypress if he comes. 
probably the best corner available as far as proven production in the portal. A really good player at Virginia, a quality guy who I think will come in if he if he signs and start for you immediately at one of the corner positions. So uh, definitely somebody that FSU has identified. Ohio State's in this as well. A couple SEC schools. I think USC was interested. Uh, but I think FSU has a decent chance of signing Fentrell Cypress, by the way. So, yeah, a, a lot of good news this morning, I think, in terms of, of just kind of the vibes that I'm getting from uh, you know, from my sources. All right, Devontae Brown, UCF corner. I think you can tell what FSU feels about this DB room by how many DBs they're looking to take from the high school ranks and from the transfer ranks. Now, you did lose Sam McCall. I think there's a decent chance you have at least one more transfer coming out of the DB room. Just if you look at this, it's it's just math. It's not really insider information. It's, it's wait a second, how are we, how are you going to fit all these dudes in if you take these guys? So I think Devontae Brown, corner, maybe could play some safety for you as well if you needed to in a pinch. Uh, somebody who they like, and I think they, they will uh, go ahead and get in the fold. Now, Morlock, the tight end, another guy I need to need to pay attention to here. FSU does want Morlock badly. Now we talked about Jaheim Bell; that's an important player for them. But Morlock fills a different role. Now I'm not saying that Morlock is only a hand in the dirt guy because in high school he was a big receiver. But body wise, I mean he's six seven, two fifty. If he wants to go to the NFL, his path is to be more um, of uh, shoot. Who's the guy who played for Penn State and the Jets for a long time? Like Kyle. Uh, I'm sure you guys will fill me in. Like p- pick a pick a big tight end who ended up being a good blocker and also a capable receiver, that's what his path is. His path is to play more in that 260 range, be a hand-in-the-dirt guy who also can play some H. I just, I'm excited to see if, if Morrell pulls this off, you know, Derek Ray and those guys, that they're their best recruiters. If they pull this off, the two tight end packages you can run with Jordan Travis, who's a mobile quarterback, with Benson, who's coming back at the running back position, like you may be able to play some bully ball, honestly. And like, that's kind of exciting. Not that Jaheim Bell's a great blocker. Not that Morlock's an incredible blocker yet. But just the ability to play two quality tight ends uh, and, and to upgrade that room. Like, that is your worst room right now. I don't think you have ACC quality players at that position currently. Now, you have some developmental projects, right? Maybe Powers. Maybe Courtney. Maybe Biscuit. Maybe maybe at 24, those guys are dudes who make more of an impact for you. I don't necessarily hate the takes they've made in that room. What I'm saying is, for the 2023 season, where you are clearly loading up, you need to make sure that you have good quality players there. And I think they have a pretty good shot of getting Morlock as well. He's made two visits to Tallahassee. I think he's very comfortable with the staff. The staff, from my understanding, has commu- communicated to him how he fits differently than Bell and how they want to use both. That makes sense. Last guy uh, to monitor here, probably missing a couple, but ultimately just the guys that are top of mind for me. Is uh, Casey Roddick, your Colorado offensive guard. Again, I think FSU wants to beef up the interior of its offensive line. Roddick is a guy that's very experienced, a good swing piece. Uh, I guess would have a chance to start. I mean, like everybody does, but come in and work hard. Uh, but he took a visit to NC State. He's going to be one of one of the more sought-after guys in the transfer portal. Um, you know, just thinking about this, different dudes in the portal that I know, like other, other teams are – are after right um, like buyers is going to be pretty heavily sought after Cohen the kid at Bama will be sought after 
Fitzgerald at Missouri State, I think is somebody that a lot of schools will like. Um, Savion Washington as well. It's not a great year for portal offensive linemen, to be honest. But there are some who are decent. And if you get if you get Byers and and and, uh, and Roddick, I think you have to feel tremendous about the job you've done there. FSU does seem to be loading up for a 2023 run. Um, quite honestly, like they may be the betting favorite to win the conference next year, depending on a lot of this will just depend on how many guys Clemson loses early to the draft and how Clemson looks in that bowl game against Tennessee in the Orange Bowl, because obviously DJ is transferring. Uh, quick note on our prize picks for this weekend. I will tweet out the card on who we like. There is a free square, though, coming up for Steph Curry. Uh, as you know, the free square is a really it, – it, it's a great key. If you don't play the free square, you're, you're kind of just stealing from yourself. You know, uh, Make sure you play the free square. Use our promo code NOLCAST, promo code NOLCAST, to get your 100% deposit match bonus. I know a lot of you have had fun with this throughout the year. Always play responsibly, uh, but I – I find it makes my enjoyment of games go up that much more. I'm like, oh, wow, you, you find yourself in a blowout game, you know, rooting for it. Maybe if you play regular fantasy football, uh, you don't uh, – maybe you didn't make the playoffs. I don't know. I only play one league. I play it with my neighbors, and uh, I don't take it all that seriously. But I, I am in first. Forgot to put in my free agent picks, though, so somebody else got Jerick McKinnon ahead of me, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I got a bye week this week. You guys don't care about my fantasy football team. I do care that you guys are a great audience. Really appreciate that. And I'm uh, glad to be sounding a little better here and actually not, uh, not taking multiple naps today. <laughs> so appreciate you all, and we'll see you soon.